From Optimized Health, this is the True Health Podcast, where we unlearn diet culture and optimize our life, one tip and story at a time. Today's episode is episode 11, and we are going through four ways to plan ahead and feel your best. This is going to be extremely helpful for anybody trying to fall into a health routine of any kind. This could be someone who is starting from square one, someone who's kind of in the middle of establishing a routine, or someone who has been doing this for a very long time, wanting to kind of check in with themselves and where they're at, or if they're developing new habits. Uh, Before we jump into it, first, I just want to thank everybody for the love this podcast has been getting. If you haven't done it already, follow the podcast on Spotify, subscribe to it on Apple or whatever platform you are listening on, leave it a five-star review and a comment. I uh, would really appreciate it. And um, yeah, I've been loving it. So we are going to jump right in. Straightforward episode today. I want this to be really practical and I want you to be able to walk away with something you can put into place immediately following this episode and upgrade everything in your routine. So four ways to plan ahead and feel your best. Um, Typically, when people think about planning ahead, and we're going to touch on some of these things, there are a couple specific things that come to mind, right? Things like meal planning, grocery planning, that kind of stuff, which we're going to talk through. But I really want to go a little bit deeper into some more environmental and uh, mindset pieces that people don't typically talk about or think about, but that I actually think um, can change the entire uh, game for you. So number one, let's jump right in. So four ways to plan ahead and feel your best. Number one is to plan your environment the night before. This is probably my number one. um, I hate when people use the word hack to talk about this stuff, but if I had one, this would be it for myself personally. Um, Planning ahead the environment the night before. So what this means is before you're going to sleep at night, you are thinking ahead about the following morning, the following day, just enough to kind of know the couple kind of specific health-related goals you have or things where you kind of can tell yourself, if I do blank, I'll probably have a healthy day. You identify those things, and then the night before, you're setting up the environment at home so you are more likely to do those things. So uh, I will use myself as an example. Um, for me, there's something really, really special about my morning routine. I love it. It's my favorite part of the day. Um, I wake up and I read and have coffee every morning. That's how I turn my brain on. I usually do it for about 45 minutes or so before I'm getting into anything for the day. That is the first thing. It's kind of my ritual to start the day. So what I typically do is I wake up earlier, uh, than Laura, my wife, And so what I will do is I grind my coffee beans the night before. So I'm not doing that in the morning and waking her up because I know it would wake her up. I put all my coffee kind of set up, ready to go. Um, That is one piece of what I do. Whatever book I'm reading, I make sure that is right on the stand next to my couch where I always read. I usually have a candle there. I make sure there's um, a match or a lighter for the candle. I got my blanket ready to go. Uh, everything is ready to go. So, right, this is not a workout, this is not food, but this is something that for me is gonna kickstart my day, make me feel my best. So I wake up in the morning, 
There's no question. I got my coffee set up. I got my reading. I make it as easy as possible to do that. On the days that I'm working out the next morning, in addition to everything I just described, I will already have my workout clothes um, laid out. And I will even go sometimes as far if I know it's going to be a morning or a workout that I really don't want to and I'm going to need some extra motivation. I'll already pull up a uh, video on YouTube, a podcast, something that I know is going to kind of fire me up, give me some motivation. I'll already have that on my phone the night before ready to go. So when that inevitable moment comes when I don't feel like doing that workout, it's not even a question. I'll go and put that thing on. My clothes are right there. It's just more likely to happen. Um, so that is one way to kind of plan environment for me around morning routine. Um, I touched on it, but as far as exercise, you know, the classic one people think about is putting their workout clothes out or a gym bag like I just talked about. Um, other ways to plan kind of the environment the night before, right? So let's say you want to cook. You typically don't have that much time to cook lunch at home, but you really want to make a healthy lunch. You could take the groceries that are in your fridge, the ingredients for that lunch you're going to make, put them at the front of the refrigerator. I know it sounds kind of small, but that type of thing makes a huge difference. Putting them at the front of the fridge instead of the back of the fridge, you're going to see it more likely to happen. You could put out a knife and a cutting board or a pot and a pan or whatever you need. Um, all the gear, seasoning, you, you know, whatever is going to make it as easy as possible to jump right into cooking that healthy meal. Um, if you work from home, this could be making sure your desk is is straightened up and uh, clothes are laid out, you know, whatever is going to make that environment easy. Or last thing, completely unrelated to health, but just a perfect example. Practically, let's say you had a bunch of laundry that you needed to do or you were going to, you know, want to remember you might take your hamper of clothes and just put it right in the middle of the hallway so you run into it. That would be a way to remember to do your laundry. You could take that same line of thinking and apply it to all forms of your health, to your routines. Uh, and you're basically, again, not, nothing extreme. You're simply making the odds of you doing the thing you want to do a little bit higher by setting up the environment. So you're not in an unhealthy environment, like I say at the end of every episode, you want to avoid being in an unhealthy environment or a difficult environment and relying on discipline. We want to flip that on its head and make the environment itself a little bit easier to make the healthy choice. So that's number one. Number two, social plans. This is huge. Another one nobody thinks about that is a game changer. You know, a lot of the time people are in spots where maybe Monday through Friday they eat really healthy and exercise and feel great. And then they go out on the weekend and everything falls apart. And they're kind of starting from scratch every Monday. That is a very common line of thinking. Um, or, you know, a work dinner comes up or spontaneous plans come up or you're going to a friend's house for a potluck or a barbecue and you don't want to, you know, ask in advance what's being cooked. You don't really know and you just kind of assume, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll eat healthy. I'll figure it out. Um, a lot of time at things like that, I find you show up really hungry, especially if it's a little bit later or at a different time than you're normally eating. You're showing up to a social situation really hungry. A lot of times there's shared plates. If you're eating at a restaurant, people are sharing stuff. You don't have as much control over the food. You're eating at someone's house. You don't have much influence over what's being cooked. All this kind of stuff sets you up to fail. When you aren't sure what you're going to eat, you show up starving, and then you're kind of relying on other people making eating choices for you. Again, you're just making it harder for yourself. So a good thing to do is kind of audit the week, maybe this is happening on Sunday, or if something comes up last minute, you can still apply this, you know, to whatever time frame you have to work with. 
but you're thinking about social plans in advance. So if you're going to a restaurant, you know, number one, can you be the one to pick the restaurant? Can you throw out, if you're in a text thread with somebody, can you throw out some suggestions where you're suggesting places that you yourself have already looked up the menu and you know there's something for yourself? It doesn't have to be a super healthy place for if other people you're with aren't going to eat the same way. That's cool. But you at least know there's something for yourself. So can you be proactive with that? Um, if not, if it's something somebody else is deciding, look in advance at the menu of the restaurant. I would, as a general rule, you're focusing probably on protein and veggies is kind of a safe bet for pretty much all humans. And just look for that through the menu. So you're not, again, showing up really hungry, not sure what to order, kind of have some anxiety around it. So you're A, being proactive. B, you're looking at the menu in advance. And number three, you know, as far as these social plans go, you're thinking about some sort of accountability. You don't always have to do this. This is just for those who want to or feel they need to. But something as simple as sending a text message back or if you're chatting on the phone saying, um, yeah, I'm trying to trying to eat healthy right now. So I'm good. I'm good with wherever we go as long as I can get blank or as long as I can get some healthy options. Do you know if they have healthy options there? Even just saying that, again, text, phone call, whatever, makes you on the line a little bit more. It puts you on the line. It makes you a little more accountable. So when you show up at dinner with that friend who you just told a few hours before, or you know, whenever you were plan planning this, you told them you were eating healthy. If you show up and you order a cheesesteak and fries, they're going to be like, well, wait, I thought you had said you were eating healthy, right? So you're doing something that puts you in a position to win, even if there's a little discomfort or it feels a little weird to do that kind of thing. Um, that's just really important. Um, and I would just say on that note, never uh, apologize for trying to take care of yourself. I know there's social pressure. A lot of people enable each other with their eating. Some people feel weird or uncomfortable saying that they're trying to eat healthy. But what I found, not just from my own experience, from people I work with, from just being around friends, when one person says, oh, I'm trying to eat healthy right now, I guarantee, guarantee at least one other person at the table will say, oh, me too. But they didn't want to be the first one to say it. So don't apologize. I mean, you don't even need an excuse for any reason. You should just be taking care of yourself and feeling great about doing that regardless of what anybody else is doing. But for what it's worth, if this is helpful to you, know that there is somebody else at the table. I guarantee who is going to be relieved by you saying that and will probably meet you halfway, jump into it with you, and everything will become easier. You just have to be willing to kind of be honest and open and just mention that so the other person's aware, but mostly for your own kind of accountability. So number one was planning the environment the night before at home. Number two is looking ahead at social plans, menus, accountability, being proactive. Number three, a little more classic that people have uh, heard of is meal and grocery planning. So everybody does this a little bit differently, you know, dependent on the amount of free time you have, your schedule, your family schedule, all this kind of stuff. Um, but this is important, right? Because what's really common is somebody who does not plan ahead, maybe has a long work day, they're stressed, they're tired. Right in that moment, the last thing they're going to do is go to the grocery store and pick up healthy groceries and go bake some salmon and broccoli, right? What you're probably going to do is be exhausted and order some delivery food that you might regret later or overeat regardless of what you're doing because you didn't plan ahead and you're starving. So meal planning, again, it doesn't need to be anything super extreme or obsessive, but it might be deciding, you know what, I know we're probably going to get takeout or go to a restaurant 
Thursday night because I have to work later because there's some event I have to go to. But the rest of the week, I can probably cook at home. So let's kind of decide in advance what those meals are going to look like. Or it might just be as simple as knowing, you know what, here's five to 10 staples where if I'm just getting these at the grocery store, I'm probably going to be fine no matter what's going on. So that could be super simple. That could be a couple veggies, two or three different veggies you love. That could be brown rice. You can get frozen brown rice that you even microwave in a couple minutes. Um, that could be some oats if you're thinking about breakfast. It could be a couple of sources of protein, maybe some ground turkey or some uh, chicken breast, something like that. You know, you kind of have those grocery staples. Or for those people who do want to spend a little bit more time, it could be every Sunday you're mapping out meals for the week and those meals for the week become your grocery list. Um, what I typically recommend is Sunday and Wednesday, where on Sunday you're planning for kind of Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday through lunch on Wednesday. Then Wednesday night you're sitting down again and planning out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So about two to three days at a time makes it a little bit more manageable um, versus trying to decide on Sunday how you're going to feel Friday night for dinner. Um, two to three days in advance, planning out those meals. Those meals can be simple, easy, healthy. Think about those staple ingredients like I'm talking about. All of this kind of stuff will be a game changer. So number one was planning environment the night before. Number two was social plans, thinking about menus, accountability, looking in advance uh, and being proactive. Number three is that meal and grocery planning. And again, I should say as a side note on the meal and grocery planning, if you uh, live with somebody or you're, you know you're going to be having any sort of meal with anybody, family, friends, whatever, feel free to bring them into that process, right? So if you're married to somebody and one of you does most of the cooking and the other doesn't, maybe sit down together and that could be something you do together where we're going to take 10 minutes on Sundays and 10 minutes on Wednesdays and just in 10 minutes, I promise you, 10 minutes is more than enough to map out two to three days of ideas for dinner and you're good. Stress and anxiety goes away. You plan ahead for success. I promise you it is actually easier than you think. The hardest part of the first couple weeks of doing it, just building the habit. Number four, I know we're powering through. Number four, the final way I'm going to talk about today is with your exercise. So everybody's exercise routine is going to be different. I don't care if your exercise routine is focused on just getting uh, some walks in outside or if you are uh, a competitive endurance athlete, right? It doesn't really matter. Whatever your routine is, planning in advance sets you up for success. If you are waking up hoping to just have discipline and find time to go to the gym or do your workout, I promise you it's not going to happen. Um, I love this stuff. It is a massive passion of mine, and I still am probably not going to do it if I haven't planned or thought about it in advance, and I'm just hoping for discipline. So what planning your exercise in advance might look like, um, one way you could do it would be similar to meal planning, would be on Sundays, I'm going to sit down and map out my workouts for the week. It might be on Sundays and Wednesdays, right? You're mapping out the next couple days. Um, you should really be clear, and I've talked about this in past episodes, I believe it's episode three, talking about the best uh, elements of your best workout routine, so definitely check that out if you haven't. But as far as exercise planning goes, um, you need to think ahead and you need to treat these as commitments you're making with yourself. I can't stress that enough. 
people will schedule 20 meetings a week that are in their calendar, unmovable. Once it's scheduled, you don't even think about it anymore. It's just happening. And they will schedule 30 minutes of exercise for themselves and move it to be the absolute last priority where if it falls out of their calendar, nothing I could do about it. I want you to really, really, really encourage you to flip that on its head. When you're working out, it is time for yourself. It's an investment in yourself. It will make your entire day drastically better. I promise you, your day improves if you exercise. Every single person, promise you. Anyway, I could talk about that forever. But we can't spend our lives taking care of everybody else and spending no time for ourselves. And then years later, feeling sick, overweight, tired, depleted, burnt out, wondering why we didn't take care of ourselves. And you're not in that moment going to look back and be so glad you did that meeting with blank person four and a half years ago that day. Anyway, maybe that's a whole other episode to uh, rant on sometime, but exercise planning. So what this might look like is Sundays and Wednesdays, like I'm talking about, it might be once a week, you're mapping it out for the week. The next piece of that that's critical is adding it to your calendar. Not many people do this. Add those workouts to your calendar, like a meeting with yourself, like I was just saying, and then schedule other things around them. You know your routine best. If the mornings are best for you, find the 30 minutes, 45 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever it is that works for you, and just know I'm going to slot in my workout in the spot that works for me where I'm set up for success and I'm most likely for this workout to happen. Similar to the environmental piece, you wanna look in advance, set yourself up so you're not relying on discipline in an unhealthy environment. Same thing with your planning ahead with your workout. So you're adding them to your calendar and you're also planning them to be in the window where you are most likely to do them. There are a lot of people that might kind of put it off till later in the day or just say, oh, I'm gonna do it after work. Nine out of 10 times, you're probably too tired or some plan or scheduling thing came up that makes it unable to do that workout. So really be honest with yourself. And again, all we're doing is setting yourself up to win. So you're planning the workouts in advance. You're adding them to your calendar. The two other pieces I would uh, of advice I would give relating to workouts, if you do group classes of any kind, yoga, uh, you know, kind of uh, hit classes, spin classes, anything kind of at your gym, whatever, anything in person, book the classes in advance. That brings some accountability, especially if you're paying for the class, you know, upon booking it. Then it's also in your calendar. Booking them in advance is huge. And then the last piece, similar to what I talked about with the uh, meals and social plans, if there's some accountability with a friend or somebody w- with you, same thing applies to your exercise. So that might mean if you have a friend, they don't have to do every workout with you, but maybe you have a workout buddy who also loves strength training, and you set up a system where Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. or 8 a.m., you're going to go to the gym for 40 minutes together, Um, or invite a friend to do a class with you, or maybe you start a walking club or a run club in your neighborhood or with a couple friends. Um, Maybe you start some sort of fun kind of challenge through the holidays together, whatever it looks like some sort of way to bring other community into it, not only is going to help you with accountability, but you're actually going to have more fun doing it because it's going to build a social network into it as well. So I know I just went through a ton, but I'm just going to recap these four ways to plan ahead for you to wrap up this episode. Number one, planning your environment the night before at home. 
This could be setting up your morning routine. This could be doing things like moving those groceries to the front of the fridge that you wanna work with that day, setting up your kitchen, bringing out ingredients, cutting board, knife, um, workout clothes set up the night before, uh, a book, in my case, for the morning routine, whatever it looks like, cleaning up your office if you work from home. You wanna set up the environment so it is easier the next day to make the right choice. Number two social plans. You want to think ahead. You want to plan ahead for those social plans. So that could be A, looking in advance at restaurant menus, regardless of if you or somebody else is deciding where you're eating at a restaurant. B, mentioning to somebody you're going with to bring in some accountability, just mentioning you're trying to eat healthy and that you want to make sure there's healthy options. C, being proactive, being the one to help plan the meal, whether it's at someone's house or at a restaurant. And D would be if you are eating at someone's house or hosting even better at your house, just trying to check in in advance, ask what the menu is. Again, maybe mentioning you're trying to eat healthy, ask if you can bring something. And if you're bringing food like a potluck or bringing something to your friend's house for dinner, maybe you bring a healthy side. At least you know there is going to be blank healthy item that you're going to be able to lean on if you need to. Number three, meal and grocery planning, right? So planning ahead your... Uh, Recipes, maybe that's a Sunday and Wednesday breakdown, or if it's once a week, whatever kind of works for you and your schedule. You're then looking at, at those meal ideas or those recipe ideas, and that's informing your grocery list. So then your grocery list is kind of created by default. You're deciding when you're getting those groceries, and you're not doing something where you are forgetting to plan in advance, showing up really hungry, and then hoping you have the energy, you know, after a long work day to go cook something healthy. I promise you it's not going to be there. And number four, in summary, final one, is this exercise planning piece. So that's planning your workouts in advance uh, for that week. Then it's adding those workouts to your calendar. If there's any group classes, you are booking those classes and adding those to your calendar, prepaying. Um, and you are inviting a friend if you'd like you know some people don't want or need that but if you want to you can invite a friend that could be an ongoing routine you have with a friend or it could just be specific classes you're inviting somebody to okay that my hope is uh my hope is that that is a very straightforward functional practical list you could literally sit with a pen and paper write out what I just talked about or listen to this as you're doing it and literally make a checklist. If you do those things every week, you will be healthy. I promise you. Like if you actually do everything I just listed, you will set yourself up for success each day. You will remove food anxiety um, around social eating. You will avoid showing up to dinner starving or showing up home after work, assume, telling yourself you're going to cook and then not having the energy. You're going to improve your workout routine. You're going to be more consistent with your workout routine. And you are just going to live and feel better, I promise you. So I hope this was helpful today, you guys. I really, as always, appreciate it. You know, my goal with this podcast, as you know, is to keep these episodes straightforward, practical, um, if anybody has any questions, I have people reaching out all the time now, which is great. But if you have any specific questions about your own routine, uh, something you just want advice on or thoughts or feedback on, something you want me to do an episode about, I am happy to help. The whole point of this podcast is purely to help people. So 
If anything comes to mind for you or someone you know, just reach out to me, email me, go to our website, message me on Instagram, whatever is good for you. I am here um, and I hope it helps. Again, if you haven't, please follow, subscribe to the podcast. There's a new episode every week on Saturdays and uh, I really, really appreciate all of you. So that's it. Thanks, everybody, and remember, instead of relying on discipline or willpower in an unhealthy environment, go and create your healthy environment. Thank you. Have a great day.